Hey everybody, it's Michael. Uh, I'm actually driving right now, but uh, before, this is just a quick disclaimer about today's episode. Uh, we didn't know that it, it was going to take a, it goes in a bit of a dark direction, so we just want to know anything that uh, you hear is like, we don't want anybody to feel attacked or anything like that, but uh, our friend did share some pretty personal stuff in this episode, and we just want everybody to be aware that if you get like, uh, you know, issues that Maybe this one ain't the one for you to listen to. So, uh, another thing I'm coming off too sensitive, but uh, know that uh, our, our podcast is just is jovial and it's safe. And uh, we don't want anybody to actually feel attacked or hurt ever. So, this is uh, this one. Uh, yeah, we weren't ready for this when we were recording, but uh, it happens in this thing. So, a bit of a heads up. Thank you. Welcome to the Let's Get Dangerous podcast. I'm here with... Hi, I'm uh, Michael Graham, professional and lovemaker. I don't, uh, is that what you put on your taxes? Is that what you're going to put on your TurboTax? I've never been audited for that. Last year I, just... I did a puppet master, and the year before that I did a street sweeper. So, <laughs> so you're a professional gigolo then. Yeah. And that, my friends, is... One of our biggest fans, the only guy who actually sends us voice messages on Anchor is Will Zim. Zim. Fuck. Zim. It doesn't matter. It's not my real name. So It's not? No, it's just the first four letters of my first name and the first four letters of my last name. Oh, You've just given it away. Now the other... Mother, absolutely. I was say your mother was very creative. Beautiful name. She just stuck with Will Zim. It's pretty cool. Everybody's going to put it together. Yep. Well, everybody in the improv class. They, yeah, everybody knows already. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Every when I hear when I see his name, I always think of remember Invader Zim, mm-hmm. the cartoon character. That, that motherfucker was weird. That cartoon. I remember. There's was, a movie coming out this year for no. Yeah. Really, I always like. I always thought that cartoon was like too far ahead for its time. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good one. Did you ever see Invader Zim? Uh, probably about two minutes worth. Mm-hmm. I tend to flip through channels and like I've seen about three minutes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> and uh, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I. Uh, they had some sort of tanning salon going on, or something weird like that. And I went with and and like I I went to what is this show? And I watched it for about two minutes, and they started talking about absolutely nothing. And I went, okay, bye. Oh. Yeah. And then I saw Khloe Kardashian later, or one of the Kardashian. I don't Bane know which one. Well, yeah, I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, then of course I saw that movie. I actually. Uh, that's a good... I actually sought that one out because that's how they got famous. Right. Yeah. You know what? I gotta hand it to those those girls, dude. Fuck for not for like having absolutely no talent. They have a lot of money. Well, you know how much? Uh, what's his name? Bruce got for uh, breast implants, right? Oh, how much? Seventy-five million dollars no for idea. for coming out and doing a TV show. For I'll her. put tits on you for seventy-five million dollars. Seventy-five right million now. dollars. Bruce Jenner turned into I'll... Caitlyn, and they had that weird. Series, I think it lasted a year, but he yeah, was I don't. Think he it even made I'm sorry, she was guaranteed seventy-five million dollars. It was no, supposed I'm to be three her years. A he. He well, I don't think that it even ass. made it. Yeah, I think that they were like, okay, no, they made the it. No, they made it. No, they made the show. I mean, uh, what I'm, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It didn't make it the whole season. Yeah, yeah it, because nobody really wanted nobody to watch wanted. it. It's like you saw the whole rest of the family. Yeah, how much? I don't know. Already, Kanye doesn't get enough guest spots. Fuck. Okay. I, I can't wait. For seventy-five million, though, dude, I'm getting tits. I'd get three tits. Yeah, I'll, I'll get them on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, for 70, me too, dude. Fuck. I'll get a set. Of, I'll get a set in the front and the back. Man. Do the whole Wookie thing. Six yeah. across the back. I'm calling. I'm calling her or uh, Bruce. I'm calling him Bruce. He's still. I'm, I know that guy's got a big old dick. So until he gets that chopped off, he's getting called Bruce. I prefer to be a little bit more politically correct because at some time I might want to run for office. Oh. Right. Are you going to pull a Steve Dente and like fucking have us pull this episode? No, I want, I want to do another, uh, uh, I'll want to be another Donald Trump. Mm. Completely right. useless wandering around the White House <laughs> looking for his coffee and his underwear. Where's my Burger King? Oh, I need it... my hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. 
We have a donation link now. If anybody wants to hear our secret, <laughs> if you want to hear our secret episodes, yeah, go on the Anchor app and donate and, to us. And we'll donate. Send it. We'll yeah. fucking send it to you. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, pretty ruthless. The yeah, one of our hidden episodes is just absolutely just us destroying everybody we grew up with. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then we fucking found out that I well, she listens to them a lot. Mm. Actually, she like lets me know that she listens to them. So I'm like, fuck, I feel bad because I ripped on her so hard. Well, if she wants to hear it, just, you know, donate to the secret. If you want to hear the episode where I just bag on you for 59 minutes, let me know. How much is that? However much it's you want to however donate. much, yeah. Oh, it's a donation? I, can I, like, give you, like, three cents? Yeah, that, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if you ever want to uh, look into it, uh, one of the guys, an atheist on uh, YouTube, was, <laughs> yeah, was it's a, you know the atheist on YouTube. One of the atheists on YouTube. Uh, yeah. he's, he's trolling uh, Billy Graham or whatever, and sends him dollar checks. Which was and they Billy, get cash. Which one's Billy Graham? He's the evangelical on the. Uh, oh shit! That guy's a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all nuts. They're you know all what, co- they're all in it for the money. Yeah. Oh, I mean. <laughs> They found the niche. God. Well, if they're kind of t- terrible, too. Yeah, they're they'll they'll go on, uh, certain ones will go on, and they'll ask you to send a $1,000 seed money because God will help you get more money back. And these will be people who are... They don't have money as it is. Yeah, they they can't pay their rent. They're on welfare, and they're saving up money to try and get off welfare or go to school. And they think they're going to get something out of it. Yeah, you know. And it's like, yeah, you're going to get something out of it. Mailers in the mail from yeah. the guy to have him send more money. Because yeah. that's what the guy did. He, he, he was sending him in uh, dollar checks to see if he would actually cash a check. Because it costs more to cash a check for a dollar than it's worth. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he cash them? Yeah. Because they want the address. Oh, they they want They get that address and they get that dollar. And he kept getting stuff back from them. Uh, asking him to donate more, donate more, and offering free stuff in the mail like uh, Bibles. So he and hustled them. He, he hustled yeah, them. that's fucking legit. See, like, what at what point in your life, like, do you join? I, I, I'd call. I'm calling a cult. I would say. Well, they're all cults yeah, because they're, they're cults. based on something you can't prove. Yeah. And I'm an atheist, and uh, basically what that means is I, I don't say there's not a god. Yeah. But I'm not going to use your little X-rated tween chapter book to prove mm-hmm. it. You have to actually prove it, some scientific method. I mean, because even in it, everything is just terrible in that book. Like Jesus and the miracle of the fishes and loaves. He goes out and, and twice in two different chapters, goes out and feeds a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he gathers it all up. Why? They come up and they count like seven baskets of fish and like 20 baskets of loaves. And Why would you take that away from people you just gave it to? People who don't have the food okay. that they didn't come with to come here and listen to you. You broke it up and you all gave it to everybody. Why would you gather it back up at the end? See, it's funny. It's funny how, um, like, I don't, I don't, I grew up Catholic. You know what I mean? I, I do believe in God, but like, I, I can't say, but I, I've read it. I've read books. Or like like parts of the Bible and shit, but it's funny how more educated, you know, atheists are about the Bible. Like they'll they'll fucking call you out. Like I almost guarantee it. Well, it, it's I feel almost. Like, I, feel like, I feel like to be an atheist, you have to you have to be like in order to call people out. Like no, that's not what it says. Well, I've read it. Well, and people when they ask me why are you an atheist, it says oh you can't prove it, and they come up with oh look at a tree. Well, yeah, have you read about evolution? Have you read? Uh, have you t- took life science in junior high? Yeah, they're mostly just carbon. Yeah, but well, that's uh, everything on this planet. But uh, and also kind of a hacky ending, I'd say. You know, you go through a whole life of trials, and then you uh, spend an eternity serving a guy in a chair or whatever. Yeah. Well, and religion is the ultimate Ponzi scheme. You keep paying and paying and paying, and at the end, how do you get the win? You die. <laughs> Made it. I made it, brother. And what happens? Line. What what happens if there's nothing on the other side? Oh well, you just supported someone who you have no idea what was going on. You know, if I'll believe in it, dude. But they're not getting any money from me. You cheap son of a bitch. Did you see me? I'll take money from the fucking collection house. <laughs> like, like they kicked me out Calvin of church, Hobbs. dude. I yeah. got a five. What do you yeah, get? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't care, dude. Uh, and just a reminder: this is a comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, that, so that got right away. Yeah, that was a heavy foot to start with. I would say, yeah. dude, this this is a podcast about you know everything and whatever. Yeah, but um, so well, that, that's one of my big things. Uh, hypocrisy is a, a big thing. If you say one thing and do another, mm-hmm. it just bugs the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. So um, you and Mike are in the improv class together, correct? Yes. So um, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a big deal. We're like, uh, I, we're the AP improv class, <laughs> the big dogs of the improv, advanced placement improv. Yeah, Yay! When I first started going into into classes like that, they called it honors classes. Ah, it they still really do. Weird. Yeah. And, oh, sixth grade. Yeah, and I didn't want to go into. You took honor classes in sixth grade. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Our generation is fucked. I, yeah, I stopped, I I, I stopped going to school in six. We're from Winnemucca, though. So. Yeah. Well, at least you have all your teeth. Yeah. I thank you. You got nice teeth. I don't. Dude, when you when my childhood was kind of terrible, so I grew up with uh, abuse and sexual assault. Oh, isn't that funny? Um, <laughs> and. Uh, and I, I joined the Marine Corps thinking the, the Marine Corps would be something that, you know, you'd be a band of brothers all working together yeah. and everything. And when I got out, I was so disillusioned that I didn't take care of myself. And that's what a lot of uh, people with PTSD and military members do. So I'm missing eight teeth. And at one point in time, I actually pulled a couple with a pair of pliers. My dad did that to me as a child. Just Permanent teeth? No, I'm pretty oh. sure they were baby teeth, yeah. but still. Yeah, that's not the same. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, my story doesn't fucking reach. I'm just saying, we don't... Yeah, my story is much funnier than yours. Yeah. Yeah. They were permanent. Oh. My bad, dude. I was, just, I was just trying to fucking, like, you know, find some. Oh, why don't you tell us about the time you got a haircut and your hair grew back, too? <laughs> <laughs> my dad took my hair out with the pliers, huh? <laughs> Okay, now that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, I could just I could just see your dad out in the backyard pulling a hair piece, hair piece, hair piece. Fucking asshole, that guy. <laughs> Sixteen hour haircut. So uh, what brought you into the improv classes and stuff? Like, yeah, because I think you. Wow, it's very, I know funny it. story. Yeah, I know it. But uh, well, my counselor at uh, the Reno Vet Center uh, was leaving. She was going over to the National Guard to work for the Department of Defense, uh, and they have a high suicide rate for people in the National Guard. And uh, so I was losing her as a counselor, and she suggested taking a class, and I was in between uh, classes at Truckee Meadows and UNR, and I just kept looking classes in Reno, and Reno hit, and classes, and it was Reno Improv, and it was $5, and I went, I can afford that because yeah. I'm a cheap bastard. That makes three of us brother. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Dude, the other day I reached down to pick up a penny. It got up inside, rolled away from me. Damn it. I got in a fight with my girlfriend this morning over a dime. <laughs> we both fucking... I saw it first, but I didn't fucking... I'm secretive about that shit. I saw it, dude. Like, the, it shined in my face and I went to reach for it. She's like, ah, my dime. I was like, fuck you. My dime. <laughs> Threw her into traffic. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You have traffic through your house? Well, like, right here, we were on, walking across the street. Oh, cool. I was like, fuck you. And it's a guy. snowy day, so even yeah. if they put their brakes on, they were going to nope. take her out. She was done. <laughs> All for a dime. Luckily, she withdrew. Mm. I have the dime. It's over there. It was over there. You just my dime? I'm not uh, gonna... Actually, I did. We have a rule at my house. If any change is on the floor or anywhere seen out in the open, I just take it. Finders keepers, brother. Absolutely. It's my house. So, yeah. if it's in your house, it's your property. That's why. That's why I was telling. That's why I tell women. <laughs> Just kidding. So, so when you yeah. go to a woman's house, you're their property. No, because I'm a man. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Back to your story, though. The classes were five dollars. <laughs> we're all cheap bastards. So you took that one. Well, the first time you go went into improv. Well, it's really weird. I had a speech class in high school, so I don't have any fear getting up in front of people. So I don't even remember the classes. 
I get up and whatever's in the moment, and that's the idea. Yeah, is to be in the moment, and it's not living in the past, and it's not existing for the future. You live in the moment, that's and cool. that's the idea. Uh, I kind of saw it, and uh, yeah, I was kind of terrible the first class or two, but I picked it up pretty quick. Yeah, That's I, cool. I feel the same way. And I've also talked to other people in like uh, after their performances or something, and they'll say, I'll be like, that thing you did last week was really funny. It had me rolling a little bit. I don't even remember doing that. Like that, I've, Other people say very similar things. Like yeah, the, It's very much in the moment. Yeah, it, you don't remember it, but it'll sit in the back of your head. And uh, if I'm writing for uh, jokes or something, uh, I started doing stand-up there, too. Yeah, I was there. I believe I was there for your first time. Why did the chicken cross that around? motherfucker? Yeah, it was, it was good though. <laughs> I was trying to think of the the absolute worst joke that you came could come up with. The yeah. other one would have been, you know what? 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 That's what. Jeez. You never you never heard that as a kid when? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't put my phone on mute. Oh, that, well, that is it. Yeah, <laughs> kick me out of here. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. But uh, no, I really love our class. Uh, I especially love. Lynn, do you ever feel like sometimes? I, I know Patrick does it. Shout out to Patrick. Uh, but do you ever feel like you just kind of take the ball and run with it a little too much? Because it's give and take too. Sometimes I feel like I take more than I give. Yeah, and I think I try to be funny too much. Mm. That, well, that's the one thing about the class you're not supposed to try to be funny. But we had one last night where. Uh, how, how, hold on. how are you not supposed to be funny? It's not meant to be funny. You're meant to be funny by accident. Yeah. It's the uh, vulnerability that comes with not knowing what you're going to say that is funny. Yeah. Oh. So you're not so planning it's supposed it. To, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's got to be effortless. It's just got to be natural. Yeah. And be... like uh, yesterday we did a, it's a wonderful day. So one person's on stage, another person comes up and says, it's a wonderful day. And, I, and he, he comes up to me and says, it's a wonderful day. And I go, yes, it's a wonderful day. And he doesn't know what to say, and he comes up uh, back with, so you took it. And I said, yes, and I hit it. And they're not going to find it unless they do a body cavity search. <laughs> and then he just starts laughing. And I, you know, oh, I, I tried to broke. be funny at that moment. I like it when somebody breaks me in a scene, though. I, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I love that. And that I think that's what makes the audience like it best, is when someone uh, is trying uh, to do a bit, and then they just stall. Casey's really they, good at that. He's he's. I have seen him do an awkward pause that lasts almost twenty seconds. Yeah, that's and a, then he'll go, what? Yeah. Or he'll go, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's from out of nowhere. He's the very. He's got this very intense face, kind of like a like a. I don't know how to describe his. Uh, he's got from really Futurama interesting haircut. hair. Yeah. Um, Oh, does, does he do the stand-up as well? No, no. no he, he, he was, he's done acting before, but he likes to improv better. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he's really good at it, too. Yeah. Shout-out to Casey. Shout-out to Casey, yeah. Yeah, boy, Will's in giving shout-outs already. Uh, he, he, oh. know, he knows the format. He knows the format. <laughs> yeah, I listened to your show on Double Speed for uh, the first two or three episodes, yeah. and then Triple Speed for the remaining ones. <laughs> well... Got to get through all those awkward pauses. Right, got to, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. So, has that helped, has taking that improv class helped you as far as, um, like, your PTSD? Do you, use, do you use that class as a form of therapy? Well, I still go through therapy, and uh, I'm going at the Reno VA and through the Reno Vet Center, but now I'm going once a month at the Vet Center. Um, it helps me get out of the house and talk to people and mm-hmm. I am getting out more. I went to Luke's hosting at Bex brew house. Oh, nice. Shout out to up? Bex for yeah, shout out to Bex. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they'll send some money to the podcast. Mm. Uh, That'd be nice. No, I did not sign up because I've only do, done two standups. The first one was, uh, how does chicken, why does the chicken cross the road? That would be good. How does the chicken cross the road on its feet? Dumbass. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the second one, I was trying to do it just off the top of my head, so improv stand-up. Yeah, and that's what you're saying before you did it. How, how do you feel about it? I liked my, my killer ending, which was an accident. Hmm. And yeah. that was actually pure improv. 
when uh, I, I wasn't trying to get the audience to applaud or laugh for me or anything. And I said, well, I did come out of the Marine Corps with PTSD and I have social anxiety disorder. So this is kind of like my therapy. And then everybody's clapping in the audience. I said, no, no, wait, wait. I didn't mean that. I just want to know how much I owe you. Yeah, and then that was got that killed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's fucking good. Yeah, and that was just off the top of my head. Was well, uh, stand up something? Stand up is something that I love doing, and I it's my it's my favorite way. And I, improv, God, I really have been loving improv. But is it something that you would do more of the uh, stand up? Yeah, I want to get better at it before I go to other venues. Uh, improv, Reno Improv. Uh, shout out to Reno Improv. Shout, as always, shout out to the Improv. Yeah. <laughs> They're very forgiving and kind there. So, I mean, they put up with the aristocrats from uh, Patrick. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Dude, that was brutal. <laughs> Even though the tagline was pretty good, keeping up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Just the, the incest was, and, and scared, breast implants and, and him spitting on a mic. He needs one of these for his... I saw that, dude. Yeah. yeah. He was spitting on that mic like a motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, that was just so scary. Him going back and forth and back and forth. It's almost like, you know, it was so intense. It drew everybody in, but God, it was very, like. Yeah, I I expected him either to have a punchline. If it didn't go off, he'd pull the knife out of his jacket and just start stabbing people in the audience. That's exactly where my mind went. (laughs) Does he listen? Does he listen? I think Patrick does listen. Oh. Shout out to Patrick. Uh, We're just uh, fucking with you, Patrick. Shout out to Patrick. He'll be the first person to be like, yeah. I took that one yeah. off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it takes a lot of courage to do something that violent and that What, stab, stab yeah. the fucking yeah. crowd? Yeah, it takes a lot. <laughs> it was very ballsy. Uh, also, yeah, God, I haven't been able to go to the open mics, but the open mics, they're kind of like the gym. That's where you get your... Your yeah, form you and your delivery, your yeah, that's yeah. Not, you build the reps, and then you know. it, I like it way better. And then because I, it makes me better when I go and do one at like the improv or something. I think of that like people are paying to go and watch those yeah. shows, so, so I'm I, I putting on like a I, show for them. I feel like at open mics, like it's a different crowd too because you got you got drinkers, and so other that, there is that possibility of getting a heckler. So you learn how to how to handle heckler. And improv is good for that because I noticed that doing shows at the underground, like one of these. There's just a guy in like his Patagonia stuff, and I called him out on it on Thursday, and I was just like, he's because uh, there was like a corporate, like a group of ten, and I was making fun of them for how they talk and stuff, and this guy tried saying something to me, and I called him out on his jacket. He was very quiet, so like, and it's just a, another thing that we learn in improv is just being present with them and like accepting what they say, and you're like, oh yeah, you can say this about me, but that's funny coming from dad who's clearly divorced and doesn't see his kids enough and like a guy drilled that guy and everybody laughed how's that every other weekend doing for you <laughs> does, Bob, does bobby and cindy come over anymore or I don't you want to visit your, daddy <laughs> you're sitting there with alice in the uh the back room getting high yeah but that it, was a brady punch reference if you didn't get it oh god yeah wow that one went right over my head <laughs> um but uh so you, how long were you in the military for? Four whole years. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I. It's kind of a, a, a weird story. The reason I got out was for selfish reasons. Kind of, uh, uh, a master sergeant I had in uh, was taking credit for a lot of work I did. I was a cook and a baker, and I'd make uh, cakes, giant cakes for. Uh, I made one six foot by four foot by four. Holy foot. Christ. Uh, for the Marine Corps birthday, Marine Corps birthday ball, and didn't get anything for it. It's not like, you know, I expected, you know, something big, something small, like a meritorious mast or something, because I did the stuff on my own time. I do my regular work, and then for about four hours a day after that, for about two weeks, make the cake and decorate it and everything. And it wasn't edible except for maybe a a four-inch by four-inch piece that the the oldest and the youngest Marine at the Marine Corps ball uh, would cut. And that was the one piece of cake that they got. The whole rest of it was just junk because it had been sitting around a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, I even went out and bought a Marine Corps emblem because ours turned out missing. And it's about a six inch Marine Corps emblem that was uh, brass and all shiny and oh, I put shit. it on there and uh, that didn't come back. Someone so, got Yeah, that. someone stole it. Jesus Christ. And... I had another, I had a corporal, hey Al, how's it going? I had a uh, corporal uh, when I was in uh, Desert Storm, who was a stockroom guy. 
he didn't cook once. And when I got there, there was uh, two other cooks, Staff Sergeant Dawkins and Meza. Shout out to Meza. Dawkins, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Dawkins. <clears throat> shit. Dawkins was an African-American man, and he used to do an impression of Foghorn Leghorn. And I always uh, thought it was weird that he was doing a plantation owner impression for being African-American. And when I called him out on it, he got pissed at me for calling him out on it. Like, hey, you're the one dude being racist against your own people there, bud. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, hey, you know Foghorn Leghorn is a plantation-owning white chicken, right? <laughs> and he looked at me and he called me an asshole. I mean, so, you that know. Probably, that was probably like his only, like, good impression you fucking ruined. Yeah, 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 that was his one voice. And he... <laughs> yeah, and he was a boxer, too. I almost got him to hit oh, me yeah, once because we were trying to get rid of him. Mm. Uh, but I'd seen pictures of him, or Meza had seen pictures of him uh, hitting a guy so hard, knocked him over the top uh, rope of the ring. So and, like and just and clearing guy. the top row, row of the oh ring, going out of the freaking ring. That's how I fight. And <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and so they did breakfast, and me and my two other guys, we did uh, lunch and dinner, and we did it for a long time, and that was seven hundred and fifty people Jeez. for three people. And uh, Perret uh, was a boot. He didn't know anything. He'd gone to cook school. He'd gone to boot camp, cook school, and. Uh, Two weeks of uh, infantry training, and didn't know anything about uh, cooking. He just did storeroom stuff. So basically, I did all the cooking for about three months or so before we got more people in. So I got put up for Navy Achievement Medal, and uh, Sam got put up too. And so did because we all worked at the same time. And I just gave away the last name too. You want to bleep out of that? We can do that, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to uh, yeah, take a note of the time. Just yeah. to be fair, because I gave a first name and a last name on that. Uh, because it's pretty evil what he did after this. And, and while it's true, uh, I'm pretty sure he's out of the military now, by now. Uh, he won the award for the Navy Achievement Medal. And all he ever did was... He went down to the port, picked up food, and brought it back because the Saudis were buying our food for us 100%. Yeah. So he didn't have to account for anything. In fact, they wanted to do a cake for the Navy birthday, so he put down on a list cake mix. And since Arabic, Arabic reading is a little different, they sent us mixed cakes. Ho-hos and ding-dongs. Oh, my God. And so we made a big giant cake out of ho-hos and ding-dongs <laughs> and frosted it up. It was just, it was hideous. Uh, but so he didn't, you know, he didn't do any work. It turns out when I get back to the state, I get a CERCOM, which is a certificate of accommodation for having done the work. And uh, that's like just under a Navy Achievement Medal or an Achievement Medal of another type. Uh, yeah. It depends on what part, if your group or your division you get different types of medals. Navy Achievement Medal is a skill in your task. Okay. And uh, so I, I asked, well, well, why didn't I get it? Why did you get it? And uh, Al says, oh, it sounded like when they uh, re read the description, you were just doing your job. Oh, fuck. And about three months later, uh, as I'm getting out, I find out he was the one who wrote up the descriptions. And so when I called him on it, I said, hey, what happened? Why did you do that? And he says, oh, I needed it for my career. Fuck that Not guy, that dude. he had earned it or anything. He, he was doing it just for his career. What a fucking And about guy. a month later, he got a promoted sergeant after getting Navy Achievement Medal. So I got meritoriously promoted to Corporal too. I think he kind of felt guilty about that. But, <sighs> but it should have been mine beforehand, you yeah, know? Fuck yeah, yeah. And that's the two biggest reasons I got out. The other part was when we were over there, uh, there was really no war. We kind of sat around doing nothing for seven months. Mm -hmm. And the air war was the big war, about 30 days of taking out roads and, and uh, bridges and stuff. If you remember the luckiest man in Iraq. Uh -huh. uh, they took out a bridge in Iraq and a guy is driving across a bridge. Uh-huh. 
And right as he's driving across, you can see the missiles coming at the bridge and the guy's driving across. Uh-huh. That guy wasn't lucky oh, because shit. when that bridge came out, it just took out everything. everything. On, um, yeah, so that was some poor guy who's driving, you know, either, uh, I think it was either in Kuwait or in the border of Kuwait and Iraq. They were taking out the supply lines. And that was the cleanest war we ever had because about 150 people on the American side died. And most of those were uh, not the brightest people because they died mostly from uh, cluster bombs. Hmm. Bombs would go off and then it would spread out a field of of bombs. And they were just little bombs on the side of the the road and and stuff. And if a a trunk or a, a truck or a tank or something came by, it would click it and it'd blow it over. If a person kicks it, it'll take out both your legs. Right. Oh, fuck. And that's what would be happening. People would be on patrol. The war was basically over. And uh, just kind of people would be wandering around. And someone they would kick one because what is that? And kick it and go off and they get hit. Jeez. Or they get killed. So people are just walking around like Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. Absolutely, shit. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah so that's where my PTSD comes from part of it I also got the social anxiety disorder from that too because people were supposed to work together and be together and it was like it was like high school with cigarettes really right. it was so much sad pathetic little drama and people getting mad at each other that's how my brother described his time as a marine as well uh, just a lot like he didn't stick around like to yeah, and if you could put up with it, you know, you'd probably make a good high school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think we're going to, this is only going to be a 60-minute episode this week, but we'll come, because so, I know you got yeah, a class later. Yeah, I've been later. blathering yeah. along like an idiot. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll call our first half here and we'll do our ad break. Ad okay. break. Here it comes. Uh... All right, we're back. Thanks again, Anchor. Always looking out for Spotify bought Anchor. What? Yeah, so did they? Yeah, get ready for some new advertisements down the road, hopefully. Or get so. ready for some demonetization, uh, kind of like YouTube did. You're gonna take all six dollars of ours? Oh no, they just won't give you anything if you uh, drop an f bomb. Fuck that. What? Well, that's what happened to YouTube. They started. Uh, oh like yeah, it needs to be advertiser friendly. In, in a, yeah, it's got to be advertiser friendly, so you can't have rape in your title. So you get uh, atheist sites that talk about how uh, rape in the Bible was approved in the old days, where uh-huh. if a man uh, is out in a field and rapes a woman, they don't get killed. He has to pay fifty silver shekels to his her his future husband oh, <laughs> or, or his oh, wow. future father in law. And he gets to marry the woman he raped in a field. So, like, if there's like if hella dudes fucking go to like town on her, dude, he gets hella money. No, it's only the first one. Cause what? You, you took that all important virginity. Virginity's not even cool. Well, Keep the money. Not now, but back then it was because you had to know that the night before she didn't bang like forty guys, and you were gonna have your kid. Hmm. Oh, damn. You weren't going to have, you know, that's some other guys. Did you not have the pull-out method back then or what? Well, um, that's actually why dicks have bell ends at the end so they can scrape out other dudes' loads. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's gross, right? <laughs> Dude, um, what is with the obsession of cutting the foreskin off anyways? Dude, I mean, if God you. was making people, it's like, dude, couldn't you mate him without that? Yeah. yeah. Why do you want to have a kid, you know, like be a couple days old and you cut part of his dick off? And then eat it? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure that that's part sure of the uh, Hebrew culture. But, but, uh, the moil. The moil. <laughs> the moil is the one who actually cuts. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, dude. I'm not one either, but I know you don't eat foreskin. But Jim. Solomon did go out. I think Solomon uh, had one of had David go out and take uh, 100 foreskins from uh, his enemies, and he came back with like, 200. Ah. Yeah, he came back with 200, like because so he was just, looking to get a wife. You know, it's like he was an fucking, overachiever. He was just fucking looking to cut 
dick tips off? I mean, like, well, he's, this is the I same guy that foreskin. this is the same guy that killed Goliath. You know, he took that foreskin because he's can you probably closer how big to five skin. Goliath yeah. fucking foreskin was, yeah. dude. Dude, that was a turtleneck. Yeah, <laughs> he made a whole turtle dick out of it. <laughs> no, it's cold tonight, honey. Hand me the oh. hand me the Goliath. Hand me that <laughs> dick skin turtleneck. Speaking of dick skin, dick skin turtlenecks, <laughs> um, before we took the ad break, uh, we were gonna we were talking about how uh, improv is keeping you in the moment and everything, and uh, I feel like there was some more you wanted to touch on with that. Well, yeah, uh, the main idea a lot of the veterans uh, I see come out with uh, that do come out with PTSD uh, aren't living in the moment; they're living in the past, and they're not. Or they're existing for the future. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and I'm going to go get a job here. Or I'm going to stop doing heroin here. Or I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, make change my life and make it better. And that's where the futility kind of rolls in. And that's where you end up getting uh, 20 veterans who commit suicide a day. Right. And that's a huge number. And uh, of the... Uh, it used to be higher. It used to be 22. And then Trump took credit for it going down to 22. 20 as well. I, mean, I really, saved a couple of those guys. Yeah, it was in the process already. <laughs> he takes so much credit for Trump stuff, uh, for uh, Obama stuff too. Like the economy growing, and now it's slowing. You're going to yeah. take credit for that? Oh, no, that was Obama's fault. All I'm reading is that like, how close we are to going to another recession. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, I keep telling people, don't buy houses yet. Dude, yeah. We're, we're it's not a horrible idea, dude. It really is. Uh, but yeah, the idea of improv uh, being a skill that people can learn and uh, do in their everyday life. So instead of anticipating what you're going to say next, yep. I just listen to what you're saying and respond to it. And when I do that, I live honestly in the moment. Mm -hmm. Or instead of paying attention to what you've done in the past, uh, you know... Uh, I don't know what I what one of those would be, uh, since I don't really know you that well. Uh, so you don't actually, like if you're a husband and wife, if you're living in the past, it's the wife did this, the wife did that, the wife did that. If she didn't suck me off when I first started. Absolutely. Or, or she continues to do that, but doesn't, you know, then let me get lazy. on top of her or whatever. Yeah, you know, so lazier. instead of, you know, dwelling in all the ba bad past things that have happened, you live with today. So instead of getting mad at you didn't clean the bathroom up two weeks ago, you go, well, the bathroom needs to be cleaned. And then she'll say something like, okay, well then why don't you clean it? Yeah. Then you can get properly angry. Yeah, And then wash those nuts while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what improv, uh, the idea of improv for me really is, is to get me to live in the moment because unless it's something significant, yeah. you don't remember it. Uh, and that's most of what life is, is not remembering things. Cause I don't remember anything beyond, uh, before sixth grade other than two or three items. Yeah. yeah me too, and, even. Yeah. And boy, you live in Winnemucca, so you got an excuse. I, I still see like grade school teachers and they're like, Hey, do you remember this class? I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know your name. And they're like, well, you were a dick kid anyways. And I'm like, well, didn't you get fired for embezzlement? Bitch. Yeah. I remember, uh, being forced to kiss my fifth grade teacher what as the last day of fifth grade and i just had to hug her and kiss i don't know what his name was uh he had been uh uh what do you call it uh <laughs> transitioning and was wearing a dress and was probably 100 pounds overweight and had really large breasts maybe he's just but trying to get practice he did look like an old woman though so he wants to be a grandma so that's what it sounds like <laughs> But yeah, I remember uh, things from sixth grade on and all the stuff behind that. Uh, and part of that is uh, PTSD. And I only tend to remember bad things. And that's where living in the past is negative. Yeah. And living in the future is where people get so frustrated that they uh, or existing for the future. Yeah. Is when they, they don't see themselves growing. They don't see themselves doing the things they want. And they end up killing themselves or other people. How has the improv class helped you? With getting laid, it has done absolutely nothing God because damn it. give it time. <laughs> There's this girl that goes there. Her name's Jess. I don't know if you've known her, if you've met her yet. Yes, I've met her. She sat next to me last night. What'd she smell like? 
<laughs> Flowers and happiness. Oh yeah. Oh, and sluttiness. <laughs> to be honest, I did not get that from her. And one really? of the things, yeah, one of the things I do is if I see a ring on a finger, you uh, there's just no, there's a oh. switch in my head that shuts it off. Mm. Well, you're you're uh, a better man than me. Yeah, I've been meaning, yeah, to, I've been meaning like, to ask that. Hey, you're getting Why? a hard on right now just asking these questions. You're a freak. I'm just trying nature. to get some information. How can you see that four inch thing from that hey! way? <laughs> Dude, I did hard. the math. I can't it's help it. It's not even hard. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, Zim, I am very sorry to ask you this, uh, but we ask all of our yeah, guests yeah. this. And I, I don't uh, want you to have to live in the past here. Actually, for this moment. I yeah. hope you remember this moment. Let's recreate this one. How'd you lose your virginity? So you want the first orgasm or the first actual sex? The first time. You didn't fucking first nut actual... your first time? No, my, my first orgasm was years, years, years before I actually had sex. Off? No, actually. Uh, huh. Jane Curtin is responsible for my first orgasm. Shout out to Jane, Jane Curtin. Curtin. Jane Curtin was a Saturday Night Live performer. And yeah. She was in a movie called uh, How to Beat the High Cost of Living. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing about it was uh, in a, a giant glass or, or plastic sphere. There's yeah. a bunch of money rolling around. And three women nude. are down on their luck. Oh. Don't worry, nude comes into it. Oh, nice. <laughs> three women are down on their luck. Uh, one of them an antique, has an antique shop. One of them's getting a divorce. And... Uh, one of them ha- has been divorced, and her husband isn't, or ex-husband isn't paying alimony. I feel like this, is, this sounds like a show that's like still on like CBS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like mom. Yeah. <laughs> but they figure out what they need to do is to rob this ball of its money. So they go in and they figure out how to drill through the bottom of it and get a vacuum cleaner and everything. And a girl. That's what I'm talking about. And it's this one big event. Whoever uh, can figure out how much money is in that ball will get some sort of prize or something. That's how gold diggers are made. <laughs> well, they get to it, but it starts going awry when the sound, you know, the background sound or, or something's yeah. going awry in the show. So Jane Curtin starts uh, stripping in front of everybody to distract because she wants the money out of the big giant ball. And they got uh, three giant garbage sacks full of yeah. money. And she's stripping, and then she uh, she's in her bra, and as soon as she took that bra off, it was... Yo, what year was this? Uh, I believe it was... No. I believe I was 13. They were showing hmm. tits back then? It was PG, too. I, my sister's sitting next to me, and she's telling me... Because my parents were Jehovah's Witnesses, and, and my two sisters got yeah. baptized and everything. My sister's telling me to turn my face, you know, so I don't see boobies. And it's like, yeah. I'm 13, and I go, it was PG. They're not going to show anything. And, and I'm then, like, boom. Oh, wow. Tits. Happy. Nice. This is the mom from the Coneheads. You yeah. got to see her cone chest. Yes. That's awesome. And, that's, and they were not giant or anything. That's probably why I prefer uh, smaller-breasted women. It okay. awoken something inside of They're you. They're built for speed, not for comfort. I like how you Googled Jane Curtin breasts. <laughs> I am, I'm not a pervert. <laughs> I wanted the picture to be tasteful. Tasteful nudes? Yeah. I'm all about that tasteful nudity, dude. Yeah, dude, she's fine. And in reality, the first time it was with someone was in a Thailand uh, massage parlor in the Marine Corps. I was 22. Nice. Cost 20 bucks. And it, was, and it was her idea. I got the massage and I didn't know what I was doing. And she go, she says, "We make love now." Uh, you were like, oh, oh, uh, okay. I like, do, and do she you she said it, it was it was oh he's hundred baht. And I'm like, oh wow. What's a hundred hundred baht? Like three dollars? Uh, uh, no, it was twenty dollars back then. Oh, the baht's gone up and down. At one point in time, it was uh, fifty five baht to the dollar, and, and it's been uh, you know down to two or three baht for a dollar. Yeah. Like in Saudi Arabia, it was three and a third reals to the dollar. Hmm. Oh, shit. It's like uh, if you it's look like at Britain. Thailand's cheap to go to, I've heard. Yeah, uh, I don't know now. Uh, I haven't ever been back there. And I've only been with three women in my life, so. Holy crow, Will Zen. <laughs> That's cool. So, just a quick question for you When was the last time you got laid? This morning. And yeah, you? This morning. 
Oh, shout and, out to Jana. Okay, and Jackie. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> Love you. And that was general, genuinely with a person. Tends to be how it works. Cringe. Jana's my pillow. You ready to cringe? Right. <laughs> All right. July. No. Nineteen. Holy fuck. Ninety-five. This is pre-9/11. What? Yeah, it'll be 24 years uh, this July. Oh, wow. Since That's what PTSD fucked? and social anxiety... Well, no. Oh. Probably 14, 15 hours, but nobody else was uh, with me. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what PTSD and social anxiety... Uh, I'm glad I've never enlisted. And the majority of it, uh, the PTSD came from uh, my childhood. Uh my mom would beat me, and my dad would molest my sisters. Oh. And uh, around 14, uh, my 16-year-old sister uh, ran off, got laid. Good for her. Uh, and my dad took it really hard because he was touching her. Oh, and uh, pulled her into the bathroom, drunk, and no. cut every stitch of clothes off her no. uh, with a knife and... Uh, about halfway through, called me in to watch. What the fuck? So that's where I get all the fucked up shit in my head from with women. Mom beats well, me for it. stuff yeah. that was really ridiculous, and dad was a psychotic monster, pedophile piece of shit. Oh my god! In my mom's uh, Is defense, he dead? no, he's not. Oh, I haven't seen him since uh, 1988. In my mom's defense, she was bipolar and an alcoholic, so she was passed out a lot of times, uh, and uh, she didn't really know what was going on, and she didn't really believe what was going on, and she's she uh, admits to that 100%. I'm talking to her again. Last time I, I actually saw her in person was in 2017, but I talked to her every week on... Uh, Skype. Okay. Shout out to Skype. <laughs> Send some money here, Skype. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've basically forgiven her for everything in the past. Uh, it's going to take forever for me to forget. And I probably will never that, forget. That shit, you, don't, you, don't, you don't forget that, dude. When you're bipolar, the real bipolar people, and, and back then it was manic depressive, she would get a job and she would be good at the job and... She would work at it for about six months, waitressing uh, was usually her gig. And then she'd get to a point where it was too much for her, and she'd, she got fired from be, for being drunk at work once, and or she'd start drinking more at home, and then she'd start missing work, and they'd fire her. So that was her whole thing. She was running her own self-medication, and uh, just like her, I'm on medication myself. Took it this morning, don't worry. Oh, good. <laughs> they said that a little quick <laughs> but yeah and I, I know this is kind of running a little bit long but uh, on the uh, PTSD and all that well it's but, important yeah. our show yeah. this is our 16th full episode that's going to come out and our show is your sweet 16 huh? it's our sweet 16 yeah this is us we basically it's we've just been talking it's been about talking about yeah, farting my dad can <laughs> cut your clothes off in the bathroom while I watch <laughs> oh fuck Dude, he's, he's a fucking monster. I, I got worse stories about him. That, oh. But he, yeah, he's a fucking monster. Would, I, I wouldn't ask you to tell anymore. This has been a... This, I think this episode is going to surprise some people listening to it. Cause I, yeah. yeah, there's not a whole lot of dick jokes here. Can we yeah. bring a few more dick jokes in? So, uh, well, I've, you, other than we didn't you expect mean, you to share anything like that, but thank you. That's really yeah. no, that's yeah, well, I said everything's an open you, book. Uh, yeah. It really is because that's living in my past. If I hide it and think mm-hmm. about it all the time, and I do kind of exist a little bit in the future still because I do have hope that someday I will find someone. But uh, your whole idea of we're gonna find one for you. Uh, <laughs> Single site suicide or, or dating site suicide. My more idea on that was some people put terrible pictures up and they think that's the best picture they can Older, put. Like, so, like, what I've noticed, because my mom will put, like, she has an Instagram, you know, and she'll put selfies on. I'm like, fuck, mom, you don't know. She doesn't know how to take selfies. It's weird. Like, she'll just stare into the camera, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, uh, you see that on 
that site that we went to we were gonna both up. arms are like in the shot yeah. and stuff yeah and I, I was scrolling through the mail at ourtime.com and one of the first pictures that comes up for the, the, that's trying to entice a guy to click in is a plate of food that's what the woman she put knows. as her first she's picture. Like, yeah. she's like, I she can knows. cook. Yeah. Come, she's come, experienced. Come, come, come get it. Yeah. yeah, okay. You're just here for the what food. What was her second picture? I didn't click on <laughs> Damn it. But I'm, then there, there's some that, you know, that um, they try the smoky eye and they look like the Crypt Keeper. Mm, so yeah. it's terrible. Have you uh, asked anybody out? Not since July 1995. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, I did ask someone out twice in 2004. She said yes both times. And the first time, we got the times mixed up. Mm. I was going to take her to the rib cook off at 8 o'clock in the morning, and she thought it was 8 o'clock at night. Why are you taking a woman out for ribs for breakfast, Bill? That is your first mistake. (laughs) She's going to get that itis. Well, because it had. It had been a, an idea that she might want to go to sleep afterwards. Mm. Oh, there you go. But uh, and then that's when you know, you know. No, when when you sexually assault them, you creep. No, no. <laughs> what are you implying? Where she would no, nap. no, she would nap, and then she would wake up after, and she'd be snuggling right up against you, and then you go, "Hey, ah, hey. yeah, fuck yeah." You go right to sexual predator. I like that. With him, you gotta cover. You don't want to. You. you don't want to cry wolf too. You can't do it with. Him. You want to be safe, yeah. But yeah, and then the second time I asked her out, uh, she just straight up stood me up. Damn. So I got a funny feeling that she stood me up the first time and the second time. Hmm. And since then, uh, she's got a unique name too, so I can't say it. And she still lives in the area. Oh yeah, uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> Except that every time we say we don't want to say this person, we'll say it right after. So it's okay, her name was Becky. Okay, yeah, Fucking All right. Becky. You. Bitch. She was the one that was in in the song for you know I like big butts. Mm. Was she black? No, she was white. Complaining about yeah. the uh, African American. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's fine. You don't want to get tied down to some racist, anyways. <laughs> You're better than no, that. Actually, she uh, was a woman of color, and she was extremely attractive. Latina, oh, nice. She was half African American, half something else. Oh, uh, I cool. think uh, it was Hispanic in her, in her heritage. Too. That's good news, dude. Speaking of like interracial uh, relationships, um, what do you think of interracial relationships? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine with them. I don't care. You ever been in one? My brother is married to a Mexican yeah. girl. I, know I don't he's care. Okay with it because he's married to one. What about you? Yeah, I've been. I in noticed you didn't answer the question. Have you ever been in one? Oh yeah, I have. Uh, yeah. The oh. Girl, before I dated Jackie. What was her name? Was that the Saudi Arabian? No, the. <laughs> I do that listen to the podcast. And I don't always listen to it at speed three. Mm. If you guys, you know, laugh a lot and, and it seems like you're getting a good flow, I click back and let it go down. Oh, you just skim through the good parts. All right. Yeah. That's <laughs> just just like the porn. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to sit there for 20 minutes of dialogue going, so you have to come here and do your job at your desk. Oh, I'm so new. And then it comes in the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> yeah. And the pizza delivery guy goes, I've got a sausage pizza here. Someone has to pay for it. You don't want to listen to all that. He's part. got like no pants on. It's just like the the box, like in front of his dick. Sure. You know. You ever seen that one? Oh, I've seen I've seen <laughs> that trope dozens of times. Yeah, because everybody reuses that one. Or the plumber that's like, uh, "Who's got some leaky pipes?" That is that your. That sounds like a Rocky impression. <laughs> well, Sylvester Stallone was in porn, so soft, softcore, yeah. But uh, we were, me and me and Jenna were talking about I don't know how how it came up. We were, we were just driving, and uh, she was like, <laughs> she was like uh, talking about you're talking about black people and like white girls and stuff like that. And I was like, how often do you think they play master and the slave like in the sack? Like, is you think it's often? Bill, like, what do you think? I would think. Uh... I would think it'd be probably significant, but right? it, would be That's what Afri- I said. it would be the African American who would be the the master, and the Caucasian who would be the slave. That'd be, that's a nice twist. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds kind like of a, like reparations. Yeah, yeah. That, 
That's his. That's his reparations. <laughs> just fucking putting the boots to this fucking a- actually thick we had ass in, white girl in boot camp. Uh, don't remember his first name, Davis. He uh, rocked out. He couldn't stop eating. When he first got into boot camp, he was like 450 pounds. Oh my god! And he he got down to about 220 pounds, 230 pounds. But he was married to a Caucasian woman. He was an African American man. And well, back then he was black. Now he's African American. I still uh, call him black. <clears throat> it's okay uh, as long as you don't mean it in a negative way. No, no. no. Uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, got to talking to his uh, uh, his range coach and. They were talking about eating pussy, and he called it white lightning. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I gotta get that white lightning. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna start. But back then, you, you, that wasn't racist. Now it would probably be racist. White oh, yeah. lightning. And so I'm just reporting what happened in the past. I'm not actually promoting it, though I have nothing it. against that. If that is your, I'm thing. gonna start saying it, just because you know I'm in an interracial relationship. But I'm all get myself that white lightning, dude. <laughs> Jenna's gonna be like, please don't. <laughs> please don't say that. I'm gonna. Um, that's oh, between God. you guys. Like, oh, white lightning. I'm also gonna get that white lightning. Oh, God. So, when are Jenna and Jackie gonna be your uh, guest hosts? Oh, no. And you two aren't gonna be there ja- at all. J- uh, well, oh, we could do that. What? Where they take our spots and we just aren't on the show at all. And they basically just explain how you both have tiny dicks. Yeah. Oh, man. For an hour and a half. Shannon I didn't just think be- about that. So maybe this, uh, <laughs> let's put this idea on the back. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I need, I need to learn when I can shut my mouth. <laughs> that would have been so much fun. I feel like having them rag on you for an hour. <laughs> Will, Will Zen just like fucking... Just like he'll like go combs through each episode looking for deep and shit. <laughs> just yeah, just so he could he just setting up zingers so you could get us. He's no, I, I actually just sit there and, and uh, while I'm drinking and going through, and you guys say something stupid, I stop and go, "Oh my god, really? You just said that, <laughs> dude? Fuck!" You know, what I just remembered. I was I was we were walking the sizzle pie. Sizzle pie. That's another good name. Yeah, it's a, sizzle pie. Sizzle pie. White sure. lightning and sizzle pie. <laughs> Oh, you can keep white lighting. I want sizzle pie. No, I want sizzle pie. I want sizzle. I called it. God damn it! You could always like, oh, we'll give flip the coin for it. Yeah, we'll we'll figure this but, out uh, later. We were we were walking to sizzle pie and uh, this motherfucker, dude. You know those puff, you know those puffy Patagonia jackets, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate this that. motherfucker <laughs> had puffy Patagonia pants, dude. And then you tried to kick him in the nuts. He's like, didn't I'll, feel it. Oh, you know what? I'm lying. I'm lying. It was at the CVS across the street. Hmm. Yeah. I wanted to get a picture so fucking bad, dude, but I couldn't. And he was just dressed just fucking weird. Dude, he could have been the Michelin man if he'd had the That's Patagonia what puppy oh my God. shirt. I wish he would have. A jacket? Yeah. I would have stopped him and taken a picture. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, hold on. And just click. But I had never seen puffy white pants like that before. I didn't know that was a thing. Puffy white pants. Yeah. Sounds like another good one. White lightning, sizzle pot. puffy, puffy white, white pants, puffy white lips, puffy white pants. Sounds like a pimp name. <laughs> that sounds like. <laughs> hey, don't piss off puffy white pants, man. He'll cut you. You remember that episode on South Park where Butters is a pimp? Yeah. <laughs> that that that, that would have been his best. That would have been, been his puffy white pants. That yeah. would have been his pimp his name. name. A pimp called Puffy White Pants. <laughs> you know what else yeah, I saw? Pants, pants. Another pair of pants. Corduroy. What are your guys' thoughts on corduroy pants? Well, do we live in the 30s? Did you ever rock corduroy pants? I rocked corduroy pants for my whole 8th grade. Did you? The same two pair. I I bet that was... I was dirt farmer poor, and they had a a garage sale across the street. And I went to school with uh, tough skins on, and I stayed out of my first PE class because people were pointing at one of the other kids and and laughing at him. And the people across the street had a continuous garage sale. Hmm. And they had two of those for sale. And I bought both of them, and for my whole eighth grade, I wore those two light blue corduroy pants, and I washed them every Fuck other yeah. day, because that's all I could afford. And then it was uh, first year in high school, uh, ninth grade, when I find out about Levi's five hundred ones, and they cost like seven dollars back then. Fuck, did you watch? Fucking. They yeah, they're outrageous. Like Fifty bucks. Yeah, for five hundred one street to fits. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm. I buy the cheap knockoffs. Yeah, you get. Yeah, I buy the rustler from uh, Walmart. You know, yes. the seven eight dollar ones. 
You get Arizona jeans or what? Maybe. Something like that. Yeah. They look all right. Yeah, fuck it. As soon as these jokes start paying off, then I'll buy Patagonia pants. (laughs) Wow, you're going to buy Patagonia pants when you're 40? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No one's fucked up. This motherfucker had like shoulder length hair too straight as (laughs) it was. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. You missed. You were, I missed that, that guy looked like he took all the dicks. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and is I got, that, a, is that a thing? Like uh, gay men wear Patagonia puff pants? And, he, I mean, uh, he might have just been one of them. He's he the Patagonia puff pride. Yeah. Yeah, don't he, shame him. I'm not shaming him. A little no, bit. It's, we said pride. Is that a thing? It's not shame. He can take all the dicks. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, when I was younger, I wanted all the women. He's younger, he probably He's, wants all the dicks. He wants all the dicks. Let him have all the dicks. All right, Time to beat up long, on Michael. Yeah. All right, Pied, as long as it's a safe place for him to get those penises, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> Why has everything got to be so negative with you, man? I just, you, I was just, you, you just hate I was on. criticizing his pants. I was like, criticizing his dick taking abilities. <laughs> There's just some things that maybe I need to work on. Yeah. I'm, thank you guys for calling Don't me out. Don't projecting your problems on the guy with the fucking puffy pants. Dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the puffy pants pervert. The puffy pants bandit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That just sounded cool. Well, we got a minute left for oh, the recording minute? time. Yeah, we then didn't that's, do anything. That's didn't an hour. We, we didn't do any of the game. Well, crap. That's a, there was that's, a lot that's, of substance. That's good uh, stuff, yeah. Sometimes I, I, I like just fucking going. So it works out better sometimes when things go like uh, unscripted. And, and quite frankly, we don't really have a script. We kind of just. Uh... We'll come up beforehand with what we're going to do. Yeah. Like, we'll do wife boobs or. We'll highlight like some stuff we want to talk Danger zone. About. Yeah. Like, you know. On our new segments. What are we so dating about? site suicide was meant to be about the pictures that they were putting out first. And now it's so, going to be about now it's, now it's going to be about catfishing no, poor catfishing. old women into dating me, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the idea. And poor we'll, old catfish. we'll make sure this this we're going to give you the hot ones. This is going to yeah, we're, we're filtering these. We're Do not, you we're feel not comfortable send you dates with hogs? We're, okay, I mean, but we are going to lie on your profile. Yeah. So if they ask I loved you, our own, description. Yeah, you own half a parachute company, like a yeah, skydiving and company. And devil and Michael yeah. Bruce. <laughs> and you've lost a lot of money in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, some, someone stole all my Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's another one. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. White lightning, sizzle pie, Bitcoin. I'm going to get that Bitcoin. There's bit, so Bitcoin's code for vag, vagina? Vagina? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not right now. I'm uh, working on my own podcast, too. Uh, it's going to be about uh, PTSD and veterans and living in the future and how improv can help. Uh, but I don't have anything set on that yet. I talked a little to Aurora about it uh, yesterday. Aurora at uh, Reno Improv. Shout, shout out to Aurora. Shout out to Aurora. Aurora. And she sent me in a kind of good direction. I just got to think it out a little Dude, more. I think, I think that'd be great. I really do. Because I think a lot of people would benefit from something like that. Yeah, well, yeah and, and when you focus on the game itself, mm-hmm. then you're not paying attention to yourself. Because exactly. when I get up on stage and I do the improv, the crowd goes away. Yeah. I don't even see the crowd. It's just the person in front yeah, of that me. Tunnel oh, that reminds me. We're going to get showcased in March sometime. I'll say the exact date after I hear it again and remember it. You mean March 22nd? Is that our show? When oh, we're no. All, our our um, show is March 1st. March 1st. All right, yeah. Come to the on improv Friday. March 1st and check out our legendary... It's our... Because our class time... The semester's almost over. So if you want to see the best up-and-coming improv class, probably on the planet... Well, <laughs> well, you know, since they haven't just, found proof of life in another, uh, you no. know, solar system or anything, I'm gonna go ahead and say the, the best improv class in the universe. Oh wow! Yeah, so I've, you, I've can, seen you can scoff at it. You haven't seen our class. the best first level oh, improv class Saturday, ever right? in Reno Ours and or the universe. The class is Wednesday, but the show is on Saturday. The show would be on a Saturday, yeah. yeah. Well, no, our show will be on uh, a Friday. Oh, would it? Because they have the regular show for on Saturdays. Uh, on Saturdays and the playground before that. So shout out to Reno Improv if you want to go and do yeah, some check, improv. Go check it's them out, man. 6.30 on Saturdays at 6.95 Willow. 
it's a, it's fun to go like if you're with your little lady, you know, take her on a date, make her laugh. Because if there's one thing that's gonna get your dick sucked, it's getting some, getting laugh. That's and true. it's cheap as hell. It's five bucks, and yeah. if you go to the playground, you get the show for free for all of it for five bucks, and uh, you get at least an hour of uh, fun out of the whole two and a half hours of being yeah, there. Fuck yeah, that's the first thing I did when I moved to Reno was start going to improv. And so. blow dudes. And blow dudes. But uh, you can blow us at uh, let's get dangerous pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at uh, let's, dangerous, let, let's get dangerous pod. And uh, you can get, follow us on Twitter at dangerous yeah. let's. Follow us. Uh, thanks, Will Zam, dude, for coming in, man. We appreciate You're you welcome. coming in. You're welcome. I appreciate the, the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, this didn't go in the direction I thought it would, but yeah, really. Yeah, it's a lot of horror in the yeah. beginning and. and a little less at the end, There's but still levity. Yeah, it's still levity. Thank you so, so much for coming and doing this. Thanks for taking the time. All right, that's the Let's Get Dangerous podcast, and we're out. Stay sweet. Mwah.